Hello and welcome again to Oscar Mike Hello and welcome again to Oscar Mike Radio. My name is Travis. I'm the host. Oscar Mike Radio is part of the Hoobazoo Network. You can find out more on hoobazoo.com. Hello and welcome again to Oscar Mike Radio. My name is Travis. I'm the host. Oscar Mike Radio is part of the Hoobazoo Network. You can find out more on hoobazoo.com. I want to thank my supporters and sponsors, my supporters, Semper Savage Salad Dressing, Bottom Gun Coffee, and Quezon Shaving Company. And my sponsors, Joyce Asak of Asak Real Estate and Mark Holmes of Reaper's Decline and Power Washing. So it's just me tonight. This is Thursday, September 8th. I forgot to mute my phone. Do that right now. And September 11th is, you know, three days later on a Sunday. It's been 21 years. And a lot's changed, a lot hasn't changed. You know, I think about where I was before this happened. You know, I was going about my, you know, work day. Not really, you know, aware of anything. And no big deal. Just go to work. And I remember where I was when the news started hitting. I remember how I felt. I remember that the main thing was... I know I didn't I knew I knew I didn't have any family down in New York City in that area at the time so the next step the next thing to do was to be very concerned about my colleagues I've been down to New York uh, location several times in that area on Wall Street and I'm like oh my god you know there, there's people I talk to you know sometimes weekly, monthly, or daily at any given time, and are they okay? And I don't know if I've ever really, you know, done anything substantial with Oscar Mike Radio and 9-11. You know, I don't have a lot to say. I still don't know all the details behind it. I just know that we've changed. And this really came into focus for me uh, with two things. I've been watching these documentaries on Netflix about World War II, and it's kind of interesting. There's perspective from all the countries involved, you know, Russia, Japan, um, Germany, England, and, of course, the United States. And, and one thing that's becoming clear to me is choices and decisions that are made have long-term effects on a city, a country, a nation, and the world. You know, what if Eisenhower had not stopped to 
liberate Paris and pushed on to Berlin, what would have happened then? Would the Russians have had a toehold in Germany and began the Iron Curtain? You, you know, several things. What if the United States had entered the war earlier? What would have happened? Should we have entered the war at all, you know, until Pearl Harbor hit? I mean, things like Lend-Lease and all these things had long-term effects, not only in particular conflict, but also what we do now. And so, reflecting back on 9-11, it's been 21 years, and after 9-11 happened, everybody in this country pulled together. Like, we put aside, you know, differences of opinion, demographic differences, age differences, all that was put aside, and it was about getting us back on our feet. And now it seems like we just like to fight over stupid stuff that in the grand scheme of things doesn't matter. I mean, you literally have people in other parts of the world willing to kill somebody over a gallon of clean water and, and we are fighting over, you know, what pronouns to use in a sentence. It, it, it's just, I'm trying not to be cynical, but it's kind of like, what are we doing here? It, it seems like in some ways that we are closer to where Rome was before it burned than where we were after 9-11 when, when we were unified and we wanted to come together as a country and as a people and remind the world who America is. And I'm not saying that's, that's not there. I'm not saying there's people that, that don't care about America. There are. I talk with them. I have them on this show. I support them. They support me. But it just seems like you're becoming more and more fractured, more and more separated, with no real idea if we're ever going to be able to put aside our differences or discuss our differences and be able to be in sync, be a bond, be, be a nation. And I'm not saying we have to be nationalist. I'm, I'm not saying that at all. But we don't get along together as Americans anymore. I mean, it, it, you know, do you get vaccinated or unvaxxed? I mean, don't get me on that thing. Don't, don't, don't make me go down that road. But that's a perfect example. It, it's, it's this divide and conquer thing and this us versus them mentality that I don't remember so much before 9-11 and it certainly wasn't that way after 9-11 and to me I, I wonder I wonder why Osama bin Laden chose then to attack us because and I'm not saying this as I, I want this to happen but you would almost think that it would be better to attack us now while we're distracted and not unified and not able to form a response 
than to have attacked us 20 years ago. I don't know if we're capable of mounting the kind of response needed now, whether that's you know eight years ago, four years ago, or now. I, I don't know. I don't know how that will, will happen. And, you know, another thing that kind of brings this up is I'm getting ready to read uh, Colonel Scheller's book. He, he was a Marine Corps uh, lieutenant colonel who, you know, got booted out for things he said about the withdrawal from Afghanistan. And I'm very interested to read that book because one of the other things that comes clear in these documentaries is the attitude and, and temperament and personality of the commanding general or the, the senior officers and military leadership is, is as much a reason that things work and fail as, you know, do we have enough bullets to put in these guns? And so I don't mean to ramble, I don't mean to go on and on, but I, I want to think about this for a second. Because a lot of things that are happening now with the Veterans Administration, uh, wounded vets from you know Operation Iraqi Freedom and Enduring Freedom, all that stuff took place because of 9-11. And, and, and these people's lives and the actions we took are starting to have ripple effects down to service members' children, veterans' children, who are now trying to figure it out. You know, twenty-year-old you know service members back in two thousand one who who served two thousand excuse me who served, and then you know they've had kids now, and those kids joined the military and finished up the war. I mean, it, it, it's it's. It's kind of surreal to think about it. And I'm not saying I have all the answers. This is not about me trying to solve a problem or give advice or give counsel because the honest truth is I don't know what I don't know. And I don't know a lot of of how this happens. I know there were security breakdowns. I know there were communication breakdowns. I know that, um, you know, how we treated you know, certain entities when they came to this country led to all this. But there's a lot I don't know. I, I do know that things have changed afterwards. I'm not sure that the powers of the NSA and, and the, that were granted to them by the Patriot Act is a good thing for Americans. We have given up a lot of our freedoms in the name of security, and that's never a good thing way to be it, it, it never is especially with the advent of cell phones that can to pinpoint within you know nine feet of where you are on the planet as soon as you get the cell connection they don't need to bug our houses anymore they have these things and I use them I, I do but the reality is T-Mobile, Verizon, AT&T, CenturyLink will all give the information due to the Patriot Act. So are we really better off? Are we really more secure? And I'm thinking about that because I've asked myself, okay, 
can't go on a plane anymore without several layers of, of defense and depth security, which is great, but how, how would you attack the United States? One of the things that the documentaries talked about is the fact that, you know, we have a lot of water between us and other parts of the world makes it harder to sustain an attack here. And I really think our enemies are looking at ways to cripple us without firing a shot. Cyber attacks, um, going through the, the, the southern border, all that stuff is, is a way to, you know, get the kind of response they want and weaken us without having to build, you know, 30 aircraft carriers and park them off the, the L.A. coast and, and start doing sorties. If there's a will, there's a way is what I'm trying to say, and I'm, I'm wondering what our enemies are doing and the people that want to hurt us are doing to try to attack us again. Maybe they're doing nothing. Maybe they're looking at this and saying, wow, you know, it only took 20 years for most Americans to be at odds with their fellow American. Maybe that's all it took. I don't know. I don't know. And, you know, as this is kind of a different kind of show and, and you know, I'm really just vocalizing some thoughts I had. I don't, I don't know what the answer is. What I am concerned about is what kind of world that, that my generation will leave behind for my children and, and grandchildren and their children. How do we do that? How do we get back to a point where, okay, you're a Democrat, I'm a Republican, you didn't serve, I served, you didn't serve in the Marine Corps, I did, and that's all okay. At the end of the day, we still love our country. We love being able to live here. We want to make it a better place. You know, how do we get back to that point? And I don't. I don't think we do that by separating us and, you know, making each other enemies. And I don't know what the answer is. I don't. I don't know how you get back to that point. But I remember that you know we were we were unified, the whole country around what happened at 9-11. There was no doubt in anyone's mind that we had been hurt and that we were going to respond and we were going to get New York back to where it was. There was no doubt. There's, there's countless stories about that. And so, you know, as you go into this weekend and it's on a Sunday, uh, I would just say that it, I, I can't ever forget because again I, I remember exactly where I was when the news came in I remember the co-workers around me I remember which room I was in I remember the, the entire floor started making calls to New York to figure out what was going on and then the last thing that I can't forget was we looked out the window and there were thousands of people in the streets of Boston heading to, you know, to leave the city because of the very real fear that, you know, we might be next. So I don't want you to forget. I don't want you to forget. I don't want you to um, 
never let this leave your mind. But my goal is for the next year is to try to find people that I may or may not necessarily agree with or believe the same as and have a conversation with them about why they believe the way they do and maybe find some common ground. And I say this not only as an American, but also, you know, as a veteran, there's a lot of people who vote in our country to elect representation at the Senate and House level, House and Senate level, excuse me, to vote on things for veterans. If they're not aware of some of the things that are going on, they can't direct the representation to advocate for us. So I think it's to our benefit to take the time and, you know, not be in their face, but just say, hey, you know, I'm a veteran, you know, this is why I serve, this is what I'm doing now, this is why this is important to us as service members. I certainly would appreciate you um, getting with your senator, getting with your, you know, house representative and supporting us. So it's 9-11, it's, it's September 8th, it's not 9-11 yet. I, I hope that uh, if you were impacted by that day that you have some comfort and peace and that people don't forget, and I never will. So that's pretty much, that's pretty much it for this week. Um, it's one of those real, like, personal, emotional topics for you to, to discuss. I didn't lose any close friends or co-workers in 9-11, but I certainly have met some people in, in the town I live in and some co-workers who did and some people that, you know, served, whether they were law enforcement, National Guard members who carried out with them. And for those that did answer the call on that day, whether you were a first responder, law enforcement, medical, or just a concerned citizen, you know, you have my you know, heartfelt gratitude. So that's pretty much it. I really don't want to promote anything this week or give a notice to anything else besides the topic, and that is 9-11. Please don't forget, and thank you.